Welcome back to Two Kims, One Pod. We are your host, Peter Kim. And Undie Kim. And uh, welcome back to our show. Let's dive right in. Mm. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, thanks again for listening and thank you for joining us for the first time. If you are, um, we are going to be live on the road. Ah! Two Kims and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited we get to... Um, to uh, announce this mm-hmm. part of the tour. Now, if you are in these cities, in these three cities, get excited because we're coming to your town. Of Pittsburgh, Philly, Philly, and Boston. Okay? The dates are being set around uh, beginning of August. We're going to set up our legs of the tour. <coughs> Excuse me. But oh we are definitely coming to your town's city winery early august so mark it off in your calendars eight eight one through seven the first week we will be in your city don't go anywhere don't go anywhere don't go out of town um and stay and watch this space because (laughs) we're going to be announcing our uh ticket links all of that stuff very soon but we're so excited to be unji and i the the our favorite thing to do is perform live and connect with our fans and the listeners so the fact that like we get to go do our show live, um, we're so excited. What's the most exciting thing uh, for you, Anji, for going to these towns? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um, I don't want to go. <laughs> Pittsburgh is tough. <laughs> I don't want to go to Pittsburgh. The only no, I don't. I, I hear Pittsburgh is beautiful and there's a lot of bridges. Yes. It's like it's the, a, yes. It's the, there's like a thousand bridges or something. I was just there. Um, it oh, is a you lovely, were just there? Yeah, I was there for oh, a wedding. Okay. It was uh, it was lovely. Uh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I uh, had a great time. Um, it It's just interesting because, you know, all of the East Coast is such a specific feel. Mm-hmm. Like the people there are very, like each enclave has a, very individual kind of flavor and taste, the people there outside yeah. of the nightlife or whatever. But it's very interesting. I love the East Coast. It's that an, those aggra- are my people. Yeah, it's an aggressive kind of like Ajuma feel. Like it's like a, a, it's a little rude. Mm-hmm. It's a little upfront and blunt, but um, no mincing of words. Everyone's so, got an opinion. Yes. They're not afraid to tell you about. They are not. And please, when you come to our show, keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> but afterwards, you could tell us whatever you want. Like <laughs> the meet and greet will be lovely. So Pittsburgh, Philly, and but I'm excited for Philly. I haven't been there since I went to um, college touring. Remember, we used to do college tours. No, I never like, went on a tour. You never visited a college? No, never went on a visited a college. You knew you were like, I'm not leaving town. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't even know that was a thing. I knew my I just thought that was for, you know, parents who. Yeah, like parents, people that who whose parents had been to college and understood. Because I I feel like immigrant parents didn't do the college tour thing. No, the pictures in the catalog are enough. Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Does it look pretty? Do you see yourself represented in this campus? (laughs) <laughs> also, like someone's ajama, like someone an ajama at some place has a kid that went there. They either liked yeah. it or they didn't. And that's like exactly. the only information I had about culture. Campus My mom culture. didn't care about where I wanted to go. She was like, just ace your SATs yes. and you'll have a choice of wherever you want to go. And I don't care where you go as long as you pay for it. That was <laughs> Here's the FAFSA forms. You figure it out. 
What is a Pell Grant? You tell me. <laughs> Still don't know. But oh I think God, I'm paying Pell it Grant. back. I just got like trauma just like say, hearing that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then ugh. Boston, I'm excited because I haven't been to Boston since pre-Panny. And I did comedy out in Boston. Mm. Stand up. And Boston's a great comedy town. Yes. They yeah. they are smart. They yeah. are fast. They are with it. And mm-hmm. um, you could be a little offensive. Truly. That, truly, you in Boston, you can be a little offensive. There's not a lot of like mm, PC, like uh, shying away, you know? Like, and for comedians, that's hot. Because we could poke. We could poke, yeah. poke, poke. Because you know, I live the- in LA where like everything is too precious. So like truly. you can't be offensive. Because, I mean, you can, but people just be like, you know, yeah. like pout. But in i think in like the east coast cities they want you they want you to poke you know what i mean cuz they poke back <laughs> <laughs> what you got to poke about i'm going to poke you yeah. right back yeah. i mean i've been, I've been to boston i've been boston coast, baby i've been to boston a lot i love boston um but did i ever tell you like the most racist thing i've been I, the most i've ever been racisted oh. on is boston oh. you got racisted in boston i got racist i got racisted in tell a way me that about was the racisted. I got racisted in a way that was like I felt um, like in a movie. I was just oh. like I was I was actually impressed. I was like, oh wow! The audience uh, was about to learn a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, it was. Just, um, I've been there a lot. A lot of my friends obviously went to uh, colleges and um, they, you know, lots they, of colleges in Boston. Yeah, they went to a lot Mass of colleges in general. A lot of in, the, in Boston. You know, I have a friend that went to college in Boston, which is code for Harvard. Um, <laughs> You know, you need these fuckers that are like, oh, where'd you go to college? I went to college in Boston. Okay, just save Harvard okay, then. Okay, fuck Shut you. Yeah. All right. like, we know you're not talking about BU, bitch. Yeah. Because you would have said BU. BU, yeah. <laughs> we know you didn't go to Boston College. We yeah. know you didn't, you know, like, MIT? On. Yeah. Because people yeah. from MIT say they went to MIT. It, hello? Why wouldn't you? You studied hard. But Harvard, people are, are a little ashamed of it, right? Because they're, they're like, like, oh, I went I to college in Boston. I was like, yeah, I know a lot of people that went to Harvard. I know you're that, that smart. Like, <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that you worked hard or whatever, but um, my I had a couple of friends that went to Harvard and MIT, so I've been there when I was in college or and out of college, you know, when I quit. And so I was just kind of doing a, a tour. College of quit you. Yeah. <laughs> and then Don't I just, get it twisted. And then you I did tried. a tour. And then I did a tour of my friends in college while I was out of college. Like. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, took the Greyhound all over this country of ours, and wow. that's when I did my. That's when I did my actual college tours. Um, well, and that's what we're going to be doing uh, in a, just a couple of months. Early August, we will be doing East Coast tours. So you guys, please stay tuned, uh, and uh, we'll be in your city soon. It's exciting. All right, I gotta tell you about talking about shows. I'm still in Vancouver right now, mm-hmm. as you can see. Those of you who are watching the the video stuff. Um, I'm in my hotel room, uh, and they this lady who um, is assigned to my floor, I guess, because I always see the same lady. Okay. What like, do you mean assigned? Cleaning, cleaning, cleaning okay. lady. Um, yeah. Maintenance, uh, whatever, housekeeping. And she, without fail, asks me every morning when I leave, do you need service today? Yeah. And I go, no, I'm good. And I always put the like, do not disturb. Do not disturb yeah, me too. Thing because like, I don't need you in my space. I don't Mm-mm. need new towels every day. You gave me six towels. Like, I'm not taking that many baths. Like, 
leave it alone. And I, the thing is like, she knows I don't want it. And she, she asks every single day, do you need service today? I'm like, no, thank you. You sure? No towel? I'm like, no. And then now it's getting to a point where she's, it feels like she's judging me. You know, so it's because it's been like the like you're nasty ass just wiping your butt with the same towel. <laughs> There's a lot of towels in here. I don't need that many. And here's what like it's a like suite with like a kitchenette and mm-hmm. stuff. And like I, I I'm like cooking my own food. Sure. And, blah, blah. and like I have all my stuff around and I'm smoking weed in the room. They said oh. don't smoke. But like I'm smoking weed in the room. So I don't want you in my fucking space, lady. And, and I have like. Mark on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, girl. And, I, and now I'm getting paranoid. Like why do you keep asking every fucking day when I have the thing and I tell you no every day. And now when you ask me day five, he's like, you sure you don't need? It's like you're saying I'm fucking nasty. <laughs> You, you're telling me I smell. <laughs> I, I, I don't need to be judged by this lady like this. And if it was a different lady every day, yeah. I would, it'd be, I'd be okay with it because they don't know. Sure. They, it's a new lady. Yeah. But this lady is assigned floor five. Like she, it, this is her floor. So she's always here. I, I'm getting uh, uh, so sick of it. And I'm like, Here's and there's another thing. When I checked in, it said if you deny turnover service, mm-hmm. we will plant ten trees. <gasps> yeah. So you here, here I am 50, planting 50, 50 60 tre- trees for yeah. you. Let me reforestation the world. Like, why you keep asking, girl? Like, I'll let you know. The thing will be off the door, honey. Like, trust. And Is if there the, any regulation on that sort of um claim? Like, you know, I've seen that a lot. Like a lot of ten every trees. time. Yeah. At like the 10 trees. And every time you don't uh, like send the towels out for service or whatever, they say like yeah. oh, how many gallons of water you save. And yeah. it's like a big That's trend. That's what I'm now. doing. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoarding all my dirty ass shit towels on the floor. Like it's a mountain, a heap of crusty towels. You will take it all in one. Th- and I'm sure they hate that. Yeah. I'm sure they hate coming in and seeing a fucking a mountain of nasty towels that they have to move now or whatever, you know? Sure. So like, I get it, but like, we're all doing this for mother earth. We're right? trying to, we're doing, we're all doing what we can. Well, and it, she's little by little every day. And you're trying to take me down. Exactly. And I don't need that. And everyone's Asian here. So it all feels like my mom, <laughs> you know, I talked about this in Honolulu. I've been, I guess that's a West coast thing, but like, it's so amazing to be working like i'm actually at work right like i'm working in a predominantly asian city yeah it happened in honolulu and happened in vancouver i'm like how do i make this like the norm you know like how do i just not ever not be anywhere else (laughs) Because this is so nice to be in like, okay, so I did comedy here. How's your comedy been going this week, by the way? Because you've been going out a lot. I've been seeing you posting. Um, I've been doing okay. Uh, I've been doing what I can. <laughs> okay. I mean, I will say Where that- are you at with your set? Um, I am, I have- so what I've been doing lately is I've been trying to go out less, but do as many shows. So I've been doubling up. So okay. I do. I'm still going out. I'm going out less doing as many shows. So I'm doubling up on the two nights I go out. Like I'll do two shows okay. each of those. Um, and That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's but it also means that one will always go bad. Um, like if 
Like that's just the the way that. Um, or one will always be better than the other. Yes, but I mean, the way I experience it is one is bad. Like it's actually bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I, I was like, I wish one was okay, but no, they're yeah. like one is just bad and one is really good. But in terms of my actual set, I because I've been doing clubs and I've been doing weekends, it's harder for me to work new material in, or mm-hmm. I'm doing larger rooms during the week. And so interesting, it's harder for me yeah. to work in new material. I've been getting in like a couple like one liners, things like that, but no chunks that I've been working mm-hmm. on. And I felt mm-hmm. that. So I'm going to try to do um, a mic, which I don't typically do, but like a different oh, kind great. of. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try five minutes at a time. Yeah. So that I can just like that's work great. on chunks as opposed to just like little, you know, because there's like a difference to being able to work a chunk than just one joke, a one liner that, you know, punctuates or tags a thing that you already yeah. have. So yeah. um, working on new premises and stuff. So, yeah, it's been interesting. I, I've been working on sort of like two threads about two very different things. And um, yeah, it's been interesting me trying to tie it all together because one is like it requires me to do a long set. I can't work mm. context and this larger concept in unless I have more than 20 minutes. The other one is a chunk. Whoa. Yeah. And the other one is a chunk that is specifically about um, my child and ha- being mm. a parent. And that requires a little bit of time. It's But that's a chunk versus like the larger set kind of tying it all together thing. So that's where I am with my set right now. I have a I have a set that's be, been doing pretty well. Um mm. I, you can put me up for 10 minutes and I'm I'm doing the job. Um, okay. But if you I, I, if you needed me to do 20, I'd be doing old material. That's where I am with it. Um, and what sucks. does old mean? Like, last, like when does it actually become old? For me, it's uh, anything I've put up on social media. Oh, I see. OK, yeah. OK. That's that's interesting. I um like anything in the I last year because I've been yeah right which is yeah a year that's that's a lot to like put up and then you have to re- write you have to write so much that's what I mean you guys People, like this content that, machine is how, fucking merciless that's not how like comedy used to work. People like, used to work to the, tour same, the same hour yes, for years, for like ten years, yeah. and then you get a special, <laughs> yes. and then you have to retire it. Now it's like Meh, boring, whatever. Yeah, so, like okay. the reason why I ask you material. that, right, is because I have been. I guess this is like the other way to look at it, but I have not been writing new material. I have been, but you just did, yeah. I don't feel great. <laughs> What do you mean? I don't feel great about the material. Like every time I like make a point or like I'm isn't this stupid or isn't this funny or something, I'm like as I say it out of my mouth, I'm like I don't even care. I don't care about this. Like I don't and like stuff I actually care about I don't care to make jokes about it. So I'm like in a weird place right now as far as like writing material. So I've been doing mostly crowd work on uh, and we've talked about this a couple of episodes ago about like how um, comics are putting up crowd work clips and how that's like changing the landscape of comedy, you know. And so I tell me why Vancouver that. 
I'm staying downtown, like right in the heart of it, and I can't find a goddamn comedy club anywhere. Like, where are do you your mean comedy, no comedy clubs, Vancouver? There are no clubs. So what happened was, apparently during the pandemic, everything, all of the comedy shut down, like everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But um, in Vancouver, whoever owned the like centralized, com- apparently there were two major ones downtown. Yuck and that yucks. was like the yuck yucks, and yeah. <laughs> literally, that's like a thing that yeah, comics yeah. say, like, "Oh, I'm performing at the yuck yucks," or the yeah, but there really is a yuck yucks out there. Yeah, there was a yuck yucks, <laughs> and like a comedy mix or something like that, uh-huh. uh, were the two major hubs. And this used to be like a node for like tra- touring comedians, where they would like hit this and then hit Edmonton or whatever, and then they would come down to Seattle, or whatever. But they closed because of the pandemic, and apparently those owners weren't able to open them back up. Wow. So all of comedy drained out of Vancouver, um, club, like yeah. uh, institution comedy, you know. And the closest one is in this neighborhood called New Westminster, in which I had to take a train, a public transportation train, out for 40 minutes. 40 minutes? That's a out suburb. To, out, it is a suburb. It's not oh. even in Vancouver. Yeah, it's like going from like Manhattan to Flushing just to do comedy. I was like, no, what is happening? No, it's like going happening? up from Manhattan to Staten Island. No, it takes longer to Staten Island. Oh, my God. Um, I guess from where in Manhattan? Yeah. But what, it doesn't matter. Like It's like a, a commute from like... I don't know, Chicago to Niles or something, yeah, you know, yeah. like via Evanston, bus yeah. where it's like stopping every stop, you know? So it's like, I'm commuting with these people and it, we have to go through like towns and towns to get here. It's not like the next town, you know, like it was like multiple towns to get to this thing. I get out and it's a, it's called a house of comedy, Rick Bronson's house of comedy, BC. <laughs> Before comedy? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Rick Bronson? Who is Rick Bronson? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's like Canada's finest or something. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, Oh, yeah, maybe he's related to the billionaire. (laughs) Um, But I get out there, and it's this giant, like, 300-seat refurbished theater. Okay. And... 300 um, seater. Wow. But they took all the seats out and put like kind of like cabaret cocktail tables or okay. whatever. So like you can serve like bar food and drinks or mm-hmm. whatever. And I, I go out there to do five minutes of comedy. You traveled 40 minutes to do five. No, I traveled 80 minutes round trip <laughs> to do five, five minutes of comedy because I was guesting. I was doing <laughs> to a do guest five spot. minutes of material you're not excited about. So I did crowd work. <laughs> To do five minutes of crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> to feel connected with strangers in this huge... <laughs> in this gigantic... In Canada, you know? So, like, I go out there to do five minutes. I felt really great about it just because, like, listen, if I was working uh, on set every day on this movie... Yeah. I, there's no way I would have gone out there. But no. I have so much time off that, like, mm-hmm. I actually need to kill some time yeah. co- commuting. You know? <laughs> so, like... I got out there and it was great. You know, there was a host, feature, uh, headliner, classics setup, sure. and I went. I did five minutes before the feature, and it was it was really fun. 
Um, and then I traveled all the way back. So did you that, see that? that? Did you get to watch that's the, the major club? That's the, no, I had to leave because I was like, the last train's in 10 minutes. Like, I got to go. <laughs> it was so, it was eerie. It was very eerie. And I actually asked the audience, like, what the fuck is up? Why are we in this dilapidated, like, apocalypse theater or whatever? Yeah. And they were like, this one woman was like, all oh, the club's closed. This is the closest place, blah, blah. And so it, the fact that these people came out to see comedy there mm-hmm. means like these were the people who really wanted to see comedy. Oh, I mean, like, really, that is like the thing. You know, we announced our tour. Like, just like the the fact that people are still looking for the same sort of connection and want to yeah. laugh and watch yeah. comedy. God, you guys... You guys are the thing. I love you guys. You guys, you guys are truly I the thing. You. Because yeah. I, I know for me, myself, personally, because uh-huh. I do it, I would not travel. I would not want to go. I would not go see comedy unless no. I was doing comedy. What would you go see? A what movie. would you travel to go see? A movie. A movie. You travel to go see a movie? No. I would travel no. to see... You know what? I would go like somewhere. Like a foreign film, like a limited foreign film or something like that. Like, oh, this German expressionist thing. Why am I even lying to, why am I lying to myself? No, I would Who not do any of those you? I know. I would, I'm lying you? to myself. I, you know, the only thing I can imagine myself traveling to see. Like a musical, maybe? I, I don't. A play? Oh, a play. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a musician. Yeah, I would travel to see a musician. Like, uh, like, if my favorite musician was like not playing in my city, but like two hours away. Yeah, I would do that. Like, if, if Beyonce wasn't um, playing L.A. and only playing Orange County for some reason, I would go see them. I would travel to see her. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. (laughs) I guess we don't have that. We're not like. We also live in the center. So like, where would we go? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't live in the suburbs. So there's nowhere to travel to see culture. Our culture is in our backyard. So it's it's a dumb question for us, I guess. But where would you you travel for? Um, Yeah. An artist or like. I think I'm just too old for this. what? You're I think I'm old. just too old to be like a fan like that to like really inconvenience myself unless I was performing. Well, let me tell you who uh, inconvenienced themselves to come watch someone is I told you I'm doing this movie with Zarna Garg. Yeah. Okay. If you guys don't know, sh- just Google her. Like she's everywhere. She's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And she is like capitalist Indian mom mm-hmm. like let's make money and stop wasting time get an engineering degree blah blah you know like she's really leaning into that yes and um, she was like hey will you open for me um, at because she's trying out her new hour she has an hour on Amazon and she's trying out her new hour and she's never done it fully yet so she wanted to like set up a show in Vancouver while we're shooting this movie. This bitch is working. She okay. I have never seen someone hustle like this ever in my life. She like snapped her fingers, tweeted or whatever, TikToked, and a hundred and twenty people showed up wow. and like packed this. Like it's like, um, it's like a pipe and drape situation comedy space. Like, um, kind of like, like very Chicago DIY comedy space. Okay. Okay. Pipe and Kind of like, okay. um, yeah, exactly. Like we just set the stage up and like, it's tiny and like, here we sure. go, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it was very like, 
it felt Chicago-y. DIY. Know? And it was yeah. DIY, it was like black box theater storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, so the great thing was it was all concrete walls. So the okay. laughs were like bouncing. Oh my God, did it feel good. Like I felt physically turned on. Wait, how much time did you do? How much time did you do? 12 minutes, 12 minutes. Did she you did do? She did an hour. How, what, um, how much material versus crowd work did you do? Almost no material. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Almost no material. I, I went up there, I wrote one new joke about how um, Canadian men are, um, how I like polite men, except when it comes to sex, and it's Canadian men's are turn off when they have sex, uh, because they would pull my hair and speck my ass and say, Sorry. that's the only new joke i wrote because i was like i'm in vancouver i have to write that i have to write something um and then i just went into mostly crowd work and it was yeah it was really fun um and i guess what i'm trying to say is that like it's really liberating not to have to write yeah i bet It feels so good. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and the fact that, like, I have stuff written that I could always, like... Lean on. Like, fall back yeah. on. Yeah. So, like, it's almost, like, less pressure because I'm just going to play. And, you know, I told you a couple of weeks ago how I've been shifting my um, my perspective on stand-up. Like how I used to really be like competitive with the audience and about mm-hmm. how I needed to like crush, sure, and I I needed them to like, I needed to like crack them, you know? Yeah, into and a fine powder. Yeah, crush exactly, and then snort it up with a dollar bill rolled up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. But after pandemic and staying out of comedy for a little bit, like writing mostly, and then coming mm-hmm. back now, you know, like, uh, and we're doing this tour and setting mm-hmm. up this tour. I'm really starting to approach it um, with more fun. And I think what's allowing me to have more fun is the non-writing of it. Because the non-writing of it lets me go up there without the barometer of pass-fail. Right. Like, will this joke work or not? Or yeah. is this set good or not? It's not about that. It's more like I'm forcing the being present. Sure. By exercising crowd work uh-huh. and then falling back on my stuff. Now, is this sustainable? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably not for like um, if you wanted a special or something like that. You know, for like sure. no, no one's going to buy a special without written jokes but um as a like i mean you can put it up on youtube there are several crowd work specials crowd work specials yeah. yeah and you know the the way todd barry has mm-hmm. crafted his career like incredible I would, love, I would love that yeah you know to be able to just be known to work the crowd and still give them a like to $60 price tag of a show. Yeah. I think that's like, that's my dream. Because like, I have trouble, it's almost like I get like ching pie 
or like embarrassed about my written jokes now, uh-huh. it's almost like embarrassing. <laughs> so like for me, for me, not for anyone yeah, else, yeah. but like I find myself embarrassing by like, you know, so like unless and I'm sure this will also change as I work on my, you know, myself and my writing and it, it becomes something more something I want to. curate Mm -hmm. but right now i I feel really good in this like middle space of like recalibrating to the performance of Uh like i'm having fun with you like we're in this moment together and also while i was doing both shows out here i could not um i i kept noticing how much people were talking it's it crazy. It's and if we really tell them to rampant. shut up, mm-hmm. they do not like it. They think they it's a part like of the it. experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, stand-up's changing. Yes. It, you know, if it's like this in Canada, I bet it's like everywhere. Wild. Sometimes. Yeah. So, and Canada is like polite of the polite. Yes. So like in America, this has got to be like worse, worse, worse. But <laughs> I'm here to say like if you're coming out to our shows mm-hmm. and you're like – Oh, I got to tell you this last thing before we go. Um, If you're like interrupting or whatever, like having fun with us, we're not going to scream at you. At least not. Yeah, Lindsay might might be screaming at you. Please let me say this carefully crafted joke. Carefully crafted joke. Please. Just shut the fuck up during Unji set, okay? During her 2025, like just Check Please your email. Just, I will some, ask yeah. you directly what if I'm ask if I want crowd work, I will ask you directly. <laughs> or I will yeah. remark upon something you're wearing. Like, please yeah. let me say the thing. <laughs> I've sweat through so many bombs to create. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so many rooms of during complete her silence. Set, you, yeah, we don't want any pop talk. But during my feel free, whatever. Like I don't I, I, I'm in this place where I'm like, whatever, nothing matters. Um also because of that fact that like I think people are watching clips and yes. really being inviting themselves because they want to be, be a part to of the be show. part of the show. Yeah. yeah. So much so that that suburb show I did the five minutes I did. Yeah. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> I had to close the five. Right. So I was like, OK, I was going into my closer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like setting it up and all of a sudden. These guys, they're all wearing like flat brim hats, like very straight and like dude. Bro, yeah. Bro, mm-hmm. bro vibes, right? Sure. Like super like muscly and like, you know. Proteins. And, um, they're, protein. they're t- yeah, they're, they're drinking proteins. They're yeah, counting they're, macros. They know. They're yoked. Yeah. And they, um, <laughs> I'm going into, I finished the setup and I'm like going, <gasps> taking a breath, going into the punchline and this guy yells out Bobby mother Bobby mother <laughs> and everyone's laughing even people who don't know the reference are laughing because yeah. it just sounds crazy and I go <laughs> stop and every nine out of ten times this would have enraged me sure because it's my clothes I'm like almost done bro like come yeah. on let me just finish and get the fuck out of here but um it just cracked me up so hard because, like, if you guys don't know what it is, it's uh, a reference from the podcast Bad Friends, mm-hmm. in which um, Andrew Santino, one of the hosts, um, 
makes fun of Bobby, Bobby Lee's mom mm-hmm. and says like i'm bobby mother you know like in this like cross-eyed like yes. crazy yeah racist way and <laughs> sentina always gets away with for some reason yeah it's because bobby allows it yes yes and, and that has become like a meme mm-hmm. you know in itself and white men are screaming that at each yeah. other because it, they're allowed to because <laughs> This other white man did it, and this Asian man laughed along. So, like, it's like carte blanche yeah, being sure. super racist Asian to Asians, which, like, they don't even get that they're doing it or whatever. No. It's, like, so replicated that it's become diluted into, like, a little, like, a sound bite or whatever. It's just a funny and sound. It's a funny it's phrase. A funny it's sound. Yeah. He could be saying, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so he says it and I go, wait, what did you say? And he gets super so- shy, right? <laughs> after he, gets, he screams it? After he screams it. During your punchline, okay. Yeah, during my closer. Because he knew it was my closer because I brought the stand over, put the mic into the yes. mic and said, I'll leave you with this. Yeah. Well, here's one last thing. So he knows it's the closer. So he screams like, my mother. And I was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What did you say? And he's like, nothing, nothing. And I was like, no, 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 say it again, say it again. He's like, no, hell no, hell no. And I was like, no, I'm taping this right now. Don't you want to be in it? You want to be in my tape, don't you? Like, just say it one more time so I could like put it in quotes. He was like, hell no, man. I'm like, they're not even going to say your face. I can't even cancel you. Like, they're not going to be able to track you down. Come on, just say it. He was like, no, hell no, hell no. I'm not saying his friends are like, ooh, right? Yeah. And I was like. Okay, okay. And then he goes, you say it, you say it. I'm like, oh, you want me to say it? And he's like, yeah, say it, say it. And I was like, no, I don't think I'll say it. And he's like, oh, man. And I go, you want me to say Bobby Mother? You know? yeah. And he was like, he said it. And they start screaming. And everyone's like cheering like, ah, he said it. And I was like, you know what? That's the biggest laugh I'm going to get. So I'll see you guys <laughs> And I texted Bobby. I'm like, you know, this happened during my closer. Yeah. And like, I think it's going to happen more and more now because oh I God. look like you. Yeah. And so this is my cross to bear. But there's for some reason, I think it's because I'm trying to like practice this new approach to the stand up that sure. like it's not making me angry for some reason. And I, I, I this could be very dangerous because this could be like a open. Ice one. Yes. Pandora. <laughs> this is Pandora. <laughs> This is Pandora Mutta. Pandora Mutta! Pandora Mutta! <laughs> like, oh, um, brother. <laughs> but I mean, I don't for know. that I'm also... Like, I'm like turning around and like going with the wave because it's like, I don't know if I anything I can do to mitigate because they're so huge. Bobby and, and Tino are so huge that like, this is like the trickle-down effect of their fame. So like... Yeah. I don't know how to mitigate something like that like there's no way for me to and it's not even in america that happened it happened in a different country (laughs) so it's like (laughs) i have to be ready for this at all times (laughs) i I, you will never get that because you don't look like bobby no, I, 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 <laughs> I do so look like a mother. I do look like a mother. You do look like a mother. <laughs> Maybe we should, I should be Bobby and you should I'll be, be mother. And then we should That's do the name of the new tour. Yeah. Bobby <laughs> Wait, that would, that would sell out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the Bobby Mother tour. <laughs> 
Is this a picture of Bobby? So is this a picture of Bobby Lee with your name under it? And then- yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and are you I, carrying both of your kids? Like, yes, I mean, truly, like, okay, that is so funny. <laughs> we could so open, funny. we could open it with that story too, you know, and then yes. But the, no, the funny thing is, no one. I feel like our fans, there's not a Venn diagram. No, with with that podcast and our podcast, it's like so separate and these <laughs> outside worlds. You and I are actually the like. The middle of those two. Just the two of us. Yeah. yeah, just the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I have also been, I have, all, like, you're right. The stand up as a culture and as a live experience is definitely changing. It is very much like um, your crowd work stuff. But the thing is, Peter, you always did a ton of crowd work. Like, you like I, it. I, I love it. But yeah. I, you, what's different is that I always felt the pressure to not do it. To, I mean, you to, had a show at Second City that was just crowd work. I know, but that was like specifically that, you know. Yeah. But like in general, if someone's like, "Hey, can you come do a set?" Like, right. I feel bad doing crowd work. I feel like I should give them a, my ten minute set for sure, for sure. You yeah. know, but I don't feel at least that in Chicago anymore. that is an expectation. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I don't feel that anymore. I'm like, whatever. I'm, <laughs> you're giving me ten minutes. I'm gonna play for ten minutes, and that feels yeah. like that feels really good. And it's yes. and again personally for me because I wasn't bringing that type of that sense of play into my scripted work. Mm-hmm. I was I was more like I better get ace this set or you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is very much my thinking. I I I, I, I mean yeah, I like I, I like get a, you. That's yeah, what I'm I like saying. A, yeah, I like a I tight, understand you. You know, I like tight, uh, um, word specific like yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. sets that's where i mean i i start off very loose and i'm bombing because i'm not even doing crowd work at that point i'm just like let, let me try out this phrasing let me try out this mm-hmm. phrasing and just people don't like it so i'm just bombing mm-hmm. i'm sweating up there yeah so when i get to the final the joke's final form i am locked in sometimes i'll find something new up there if i'm loose enough but i am not i'm present but i um am still like I'm like acting like that. It's much more like that acting as opposed to a live sort of dialogue, which is what crowd yeah. work requires. But I think yeah. you're right. Like stand up itself is changing where if you watch a headliner, almost all of them will do crowd work for like the last 15 minutes. <clears throat> like that's yeah. kind of where all those crowd work clips are coming in. But that's the reason why like there's an expectation now from audiences where that happens. They want that. Right. The rest of the jokes, that's fine, but they want that live. Mm-hmm. We can only experience it right now, right here, today, sort yeah. of experience. Yeah, it used to. People used to like experience that with improv. Exactly. Right. People used to do that, but no one wants to watch that anymore. So they just would rather because <laughs> there's also this po- point of view where it's like <laughs> they get to be a part of the show. Right. They want to exactly. be involved. That's because, the thing. And that's usually that's a comics nightmare. Yes, because everyone that everyone, so many people that love comedy are also the funniest friend in right. a group in their office. Yes, and they're like, yeah, 
fantasy football league or whatever. They're like the yeah. one that pops off in the chat. Like they're the funniest yeah. person. And, and I guarantee so, yeah. you, if you were in like Sam Morrill's crowd work video and you were in mm-hmm. the audience and they like showed the audience member, you know, being picked on or whatever, guarantee you that guy, Greg, it. is going into the office showing everyone like, yes. look at this video. It got 300,000 views and yeah. I'm this idiot. You know, everyone's like, yeah, you are funny. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> and so it's people sure. are more, yeah, it, the fabric is changing. And the the reason why people maybe go out are mm-hmm. changing, you know, post-panny. Yes, It's less sure. like, I sit here, you make me laugh. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm paying $60. I'm getting drunk and, like, fucking around tonight. Yeah, I want to yell about, like, what I do for a living. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And how long I've been with this person. Person, Yeah, exactly. It's just like, I I mean, that's the part of it. Part of it for me is just that that is the because that also becomes a script. Right. Even the crowd work and all that stuff is like there's this prescribed recipe that you follow versus with your own material, which can be very much from your own experience and point of view. But Mm. um, I, you know, I think I told it on the pod before but like it's it was funny because i actually was heckled in a crazy way and i was going to do another set so i really needed to get through this eight minutes okay and i had and i was really working on some new material so i was also having trouble remembering it so it was like all new set this is before i have the set i have now i was getting to it so i needed Mm -hmm. some you know when you're working on new material, like you can't remember. I don't remember the order of stuff. I never remember the wording of things. I think I got it got on sort of. Did medication. you have your notebook up there, or I did, but like you don't want to look at it too much, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah. I was having some. I was working through it, and then these girls just kept talking, like in an affirmative way, but they're talking to each other and yelling. Mm. So they weren't just talking to each other. They were also being like, yes, girl, no, no, I'm a Gemini. Like, you know, whatever. Like, (laughs) like, like, bitch, shut up. And I finally was like, you know, I can hear you. Like, I am very close to you. This is not a big space. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, yeah, this is not um, where I want to be. In my career, and I am very close to you. Like the stage is not far away enough from you, and like I can hear you breathing. I can hear every single thing you're whispering to each other. Uh-huh. And she really got. Um, I got like a little. Um, like, can you just quiet down? Like, I wasn't pissed, but I was just like, I know you're having fun, girls. Like, blah blah blah, but just shut up. And yeah. um, <laughs> but they kept going, and I got really frazzled because I didn't know where I was in my set and then um, I just kept telling them to stop talking because they wouldn't stop at a certain point and they thought they were helping me woof 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 so I get (laughs) off stage and then later I get go off and like the headliner was like what happened I was like these girls will not stop talking Mm -hmm. and then later that show posted on their Instagram listen you have to stop heck if you come to the show you cannot heckle this is not a part Mm -hmm. of the experience Mm -hmm. and then I DM the producer being like did those girls keep Like, you know, um, and she was like, oh, no, they didn't bother any of the other comics, but I just wanted to have this out. I talked to the headliner. She was like, no, those girls bothered every single comic and was yelled at by every single comic because it was not even like the comics were like trying, like, even if they did engage them, they were talking through everything. 
Yeah. So they were not helpful. And then finally the headliner was like, put them in their place. And I guess they got really pissed and they went up to the producers and was like, you need to tell the comics that they're like, this is a part of what it is to do comedy now. Mm-hmm. And like, they just didn't handle it correctly. They should have been funnier. <laughs> Ew, bitch. Go fucking fly off a cliff. Shut the fuck up. But that's the expectation now. That, yeah. It that sucks. interaction is built yeah. into her $20. That yeah. she should be able to yell whatever she wants to yell versus yeah. like. I mean, there's always going to be that kind of asshole who like yes. doesn't give a fuck like about anyone else. That's usually not the heckler experience or the people who are like uh, chiming in. Yes. I think uh, in my experience, it's like 10 percent those assholes mm-hmm. and 90 percent. They don't even know that they like said it out loud like or whatever. They're yeah. like. Yeah, whatever. And then, like, when then attention goes to them, they like shrink down. You know, like they. I so, it's it's interesting. Like those assholes who are out there to be like, well, fuck them. They weren't funny enough. Like, that's you got to. That's like a a CVS uh, building in you know theft into their revenue. Like that's (laughs) you know like shoplifting. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's like you know when you go to when you own a PacSun franchise, like that's just yeah. built into the. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be everyone's tweens. Stealing, stealing a t-shirt. T- everyone is stealing a belly ring. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> everyone's stealing a belly ring. Everyone's stealing yeah. a tongue ring. Like it's just part of the game. It's you know? your fixed cost, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It sucks though. It really does suck. So if you're listening and you're like, "Am I that person?" Just don't. You know, but um, but you're right. It, like I just I think I do need to be a little though. more. I do it need to be a little more flexible. And you're right because it is becoming more of the experience. People, those it the really comics is. that can figure it out, and they're, if you don't they're really pivot, crushing. Yeah, yeah, if you don't pivot, it's gonna be tough. I think because they don't. The audience, I think, are unaware. Mm-hmm. They, I just don't think they're aware of the what it feels like to be us. You know, like it, yeah. and they can't. There's no way. There's no way you could have empathy for someone who's doing something like so singular like that. You know, even like yeah. if you went to a musical, like a lot of people have done like high school theater or like you did a play once or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's like such a universal experience. Or like if you go to a concert, like maybe you could, you, you or your sister might've taken a piano lesson once or whatever. Sure. Like there's some kind of connective tissue experientially mm-hmm. where like you have like a certain amount of respect sure. for artists, but and not no comedians. <laughs> we get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true you. though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get no because A, what we do is so singular. So unless you've done it, and if you've done it, you will never fucking talk in an audience. You yes. won't even be at a show. Much I less. wouldn't I wouldn't I, I don't even laugh. <laughs> you wouldn't be at the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, let's see what these like how, let's see how it plays with these people. I mean, I mean the only time I ever laugh at a comedy show if if the comic is bombing. Like <laughs> Yeah, like the uncomfortable laugh. Like, yeah, like yeah. I'm if laughing. They tried something and they didn't do it and then you're like ah! <laughs> nice try fucker <laughs> we get it we get it um but yeah like it, it, i i see why like i empathize with why they don't get it but you really should be like aware that 
just because it's dark and you're you think you're whispering like we could all fucking hear you like i mean i i also think that so much of the live comedy and comedy itself is everywhere like mm-hmm. if you're going to a everywhere. show you, you a want you want another experience because yeah. you can watch comedy on your screen it, it, right like oh, in a multitude true. of ways yeah, yeah, in a multitude true. of like settings like i'm talking like you could see an open micer set to like nate bergazzi in a fucking arena like you right, can watch right. all of it at yeah. any time so if you're live you want a more intimate a special personal. experience yes yeah. yes and in that way i think that's why i personally don't feel comfortable delivering like at least the set, the the written material I have, because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm past the material, you know, and yeah. my material hasn't caught up to my life. So like I'm in this period where like I have. What to- do you mean by that? You're saying that you're like, what am I? You've you've mentioned it a couple of times, and I kind of like let it go. When you're talking mm-hmm. about like you're embarrassed and you don't know what you want to say, like what are you? Like for example, like yeah. Um, like there's some new material I was writing about um, how I grew up, like what mm-hmm. kind of child I was sure. and how um, different I was. And I didn't realize that I still don't sometimes realize that like, that's a weird thing. And mm-hmm. I'll start like giving examples about that and that stuff. I was like, okay, you know, like that's interesting. It's more about me. It's personal revelatory, whatever. And I, I and it works fine. Like it was, I, I'm sure I could like really hone it and like sit down and write it. But like every time I go up there and do it, I'm like, Okay. <laughs> okay. It's like the navel gazing of it all. Okay. Just feels I, at least right now. And before, that's all I wanted to do was navel gaze and tell you about my stories and experiences. But I don't know why. Like I'm just in a different place in my life where that no longer like. You know what it is? It's a similar thing to this feeling of like, <clears throat> um, not wanting to be accessible you know what i mean what do you mean accessible like you know how i talk about like after shows i don't want to stand out there and like meet people and like people come up to me and slapping my i know you do i'm very the opposite (laughs) i'm very like i don't want i like being on stage Mm -hmm. and then getting off stage and it being silence yeah like i don't want the clamor I don't want the, oh my God, like, hi, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, I, I think if people w- want that from me, I mm-hmm. need to have like five minutes of that and then go away. Cause I, I mean, get I very... literally have like people's phone numbers in my phone. Yeah. Like, I, I can't I, do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I, I just don't want it. I'm and very it accessible. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel good for me. It, it feels draining and it feels like icky. And um, that's also why, like, I don't like, I, I've like taken down a lot of my social media, mm-hmm. especially with family and my um, and Eric. Yes, because I, I some things I just don't want you to access. I don't want you to know things about me. Not because I'm I want it to be a secret. I just don't I don't want, know you. You know, so I don't want you to know what my boyfriend's handle is or whatever. Yeah, like, that's and I stop tagging people in photos because yes. like and a lot of people have yelled at me about that. But like I don't care. Like I don't want you to have go to someone else's thing because mm-hmm. I put that like just if you're a fan of mine, you're looking at the picture and you're liking it. That's it. Like yeah. I want the interaction to be very like simple. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> a lot of that has to do with just not me not feeling safe 
to be accessible to people. You this know? is true. I yes. And yes. I feel unsafe a lot of the times when people I don't know have access to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know anything about you. Yeah. You know, so I think that also is bleeding into my comedy now, mm-hmm. and in, into like I used to be so personal and autobiographical and a- anecdotal. Um, and that felt like really important for mm-hmm. me as as an earlier comic and a younger comic. For sure. But I'm 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 kind of going away from that now because I'd rather just have fun on stage and interact and create a nice experience for however many minutes I'm allowed to be up there mm-hmm. as opposed to like delivering a something about me. Mm-hmm. and my stories like, it's still going to be my perspective and what what i think and like how i interact with people but like it's less about i'm less um obsessed with people knowing about my life let me tell you i 100 agree uh my husband specifically has kind of pushed me towards this he doesn't mm-hmm. love it because uh, I'm also like <laughs> no. very autobiographical. I very yeah. personal. Like yeah. there hasn't been too much in my set that is the word accessible here. I think has two is the implication is twofold, right? It's accessible as in like a lot of people could understand it and mm-hmm. and identify with it, and mm-hmm. also access it as in like access, a- access, like to be able to touch, or touch, grab. and like yeah. see and hear and ingest and like um, even identify with these like small moments. Like I would say we are much more accessible on here than I would right. say recently I have also moved away from a lot of super personal, hyper-specific material. Mm-hmm. Um, I am kind of going more general and yeah. and a little more commenting on things mm-hmm. versus telling kind of confessional stories. Yeah, yeah. And now if I do tell co- confessional stories, I they are almost always just about me. Yeah, I'm trying to kind of get away from revealing too involving much, involving other people, involving yeah. other people. Yeah, and I, I think that I I notice this trend among other people as well, even people that are just my friends. It's just the level of access we have to each other that is false, because social media specifically and this persona, even on stage, it is it, so one dimensional. It's not a real reflection. No. And I think because so much of us are ingesting reality in this way, we are starting to interpret reality as one dimension. So Mm -hmm. if there's anything that requires nuance, you just don't put it up. Yeah. Like it's it's safer and better to just not have things that are going to be open. It's just difficult to have to explain anything. Yeah. Like in a full and like nuanced way. So then just to simply not even engage in that conversation feels safer. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, after I did that, posted that clip, which is sort of like the, the, um, my by joke that is old and I don't really do anymore. Um, and I took down the comments and then instead people started DMing me like horrible things. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's it's what like, I mean. That kind yeah. of stuff. It's like, I don't want to be open to that. Like, Yes. And I guess like it's unavoidable. People are going to hate no matter what you put. Whether it's about being what, doing what we're or doing. And, yes. And yeah. doing what we're doing. Like it's just going to be a part of it. And so yeah. that's built in. I don't, I'm not upset about that. But I do get what you're saying about like. Make, making sure that your material makes you feel safe 
and also yeah. accurately kind of reflects where your mind is yeah at the moment yeah. Yeah. um yeah that's that's hard i hadn't thought about it like that before. and i think because i was so personal of a comic that if it didn't work or if it did bad like i would conflate like the you took it very personally right yeah and like i want I think I'm in a space where I'm do I I I don't need as much of that. I don't need to be seen by everyone as much as I was. I needed to be seen in mm-hmm. my early twenty, like twenties and thirties. You know, right. like I was so desperate to be seen by everyone. Like, look at me. I am a person. I have thoughts and blah blah. And now I'm like, don't ever look at me. Um, I want to put an avatar in front of me. I'll write a character so that it's it's you know like you're you're seeing you're reading about my thoughts through metaphor now. You know what I mean? Like I want layers between us. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I just wanted to let you know. You know, and you know, you guys know that like I'm kind of going through this like artistic change a little bit, a little refocusing, if you will. I mean, that's exciting. One, you're always really incredible at crowd work. I, I mean, it's like a part of like Thank your you. charm. Because I mean, I've tried, I've done crowd work before. No one likes it. I'm like, we come <laughs> off, <laughs> like I come off too angry. Everything too that people, mean? yeah, people, everything that people say, say like annoys me. I'm like, oh, that's the best you can do. <laughs> like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe stay away from the crowd work for now. <laughs> Just work on the jokes. That, that's stupid. <laughs> like that's what you. That's the best you could think of right now. Like you wanted. To, you're the one. You you're the one that wanted to talk. You raised your hand. <laughs> like and they're like I've made like so many white girls be like oh. Okay. Why did I pay for this? Yeah. <laughs> like I I was like dragging this one white lady about how like she was on witchy talk. I was like okay, you're like fulfilling every single stereotype anyone has about <laughs> middle-aged white ladies. And she was like oh okay. She thought she was unique, okay, and I was like okay. thank you. <laughs> she thought she was unique. <laughs> and I felt bad. <laughs> and I was like and you really wrecked her world yeah. that day. Yeah, she was not looking for that when she came. To yeah, the show she, when she came to Laugh Factory on a Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, it's a Laugh Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely then not looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like dragging her for no reason and the thing is i asked the question she was just giving me she was just answering yeah yeah so yeah it never really works out i do have to i guess really a lot of my crowd work like um leaning to your strengths yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and for you guys you guys can come see us on tour early august in philly pittsburgh and boston Tickets will come out in a week or so once we finalize everything. Thank you so much. And you'll see how differently we do comedy. And you get to actually, yeah, you'll see me doing more of the crowd stuff. You'll see Angie doing more of her um, her scripted stuff. And you'll see that comedy is like, and you'll see all our guests, our wonderful local guests. Yeah. Like, comedy is so many different things. And um, you get to experience that not just from your car or wherever you're listening or viewing this on youtube or whatever from but you get to see it happen live which is very cool so just remember if you're coming out um don't interact with ng but you can talk <laughs> to me you can talk to me you can talk to me after the show i'm very personable I yeah just, yeah she'll be selling merch <laughs> talk to her then talk to her about money all right folks we'll talk to you next week thank you bye, bye.